This is an AMI podcast. Hey, Dave Brown here. If you enjoy this podcast portion of our show, remember you can watch it live every day at 9 a.m. Eastern time on AMI-tv. Welcome back to Now with Dave Brown on AMI-tv and streaming and audio on AMIplus.ca. I'm Alex Smythe. The new year is a time of resolutions and goal setting, but how often do those resolutions stick? And it may be because the goals being set are not achievable, and there's ways to make small changes that can lead to long-lasting resolutions. A new Paula is here with more, and the new is the founder of a new vision coaching and consulting. Hello, new. How are you doing today? I'm doing well, Alex. How are you? I'm doing very well. So, Anu, before we go any further with this conversation, what is the difference between setting a goal and having a resolution? A resolution is a statement of what you want to change. And many of us make those resolutions, uh, you know, right when the the New Year strikes. So an example of that would be saving money. A goal, on the other hand, is a statement of what you want to achieve, the steps you need to take to achieve it, and when you want to achieve it by. So you can see it's very specific as to just making a resolution. And so why do you think so many people struggle to reach their goals, especially when they they set even from resolutions to goals in the new year? Why do so many people struggle to reach them? Well, there are a few reasons, Alex. One is that more often than not, people set unrealistic goals. So for example, uh, I'm going to run a marathon in July, but they haven't worked out in maybe two years. So we know that a marathon is, you know, a, quite a, a big endeavor. Um, so so setting really in, intentional and realistic goals is very important because we want to set ourselves up for success. Um, often we all don't have clarity when we're creating those goals. So being very clear and specific is also uh, a very important when we're, you know, creating our goals. And there's an effective technique called the SMART goal method, which I've talked about in a previous episode. And the last reason, uh, among others, of course, is limiting beliefs that we have. So for example, I'm not experienced enough. You know, I'm too old for that. So these are like those messages we tell ourselves that limit ourselves from reaching our goals. And so when people are kind of having those struggles or, or facing those those crises of confidence and, and having those uh, uh, self, uh, like a lack of self-beliefs, how can they overcome those challenges in the moment to maintain their goal or, or to keep going or keep striving for it? Yeah, I think a lot of it is about the, the positive messages that we tell ourselves. And it's really important to be aware that we're having those limiting beliefs about that as well because quite often we're just we get into this mindset this pattern and so we don't really acknowledge when you know we have those limiting beliefs so really acknowledging that okay this is happening and that's the first step i would say and in terms of these uh when when 
when resolutions, when goals do come up short, is there a value in, in going through a reflection period or, or examining what worked, what didn't work, or is it better just to wipe the slate clean and start, start fresh? I think there's a lot of value in reflection. I do this a lot in my life throughout the year. So I'm going to give you a couple of techniques around self-reflection. So it's really important to, first of all, acknowledge what went well. You know, more often than not, we just do not take the time to celebrate those accomplishments. Right away, we're like, oh, I didn't, you know, I set my goal and I didn't do it, you know? So really acknowledge those, even no matter how big or small those successes may be, really celebrate those achievements. On the and other hand, it's, oh, yes, go ahead. No, no, go uh, continue, please. I, I didn't mean to cut you off. That's totally okay. Um, so along with celebrating those achievements, it's also important to acknowledge the disappointments as well. Um, because that's, you know, one of those things that, you know, we have to look at, okay, what, what did we not achieve? And then ask ourselves why we didn't achieve those particular goals. Like, you know, what got in the way? You know, what are the messages that we were told ourselves that, you know, stopped us from achieving those goals? And, and that could be, uh, you know, a variety of reasons. Uh, would, would you be able to provide kind of like an example of how someone, like let's say there is a failed goal, maybe around fitness or, or eating right, or, or some of these kind of major goals that most people try to set, like what are uh, kind of um, ways that they could, you know, pull, pull something beneficial from, from a goal that they don't reach and, and how they could apply it going forward? Is there an example that you could kind of point to? So, sorry, can you just clarify that? So, so in, in, in terms of, you know, we're talking about, okay, well, maybe there are some positives uh, from failed resolutions and goals that, you know, people can pull forward with them going forward and as they set new goals and things like that. Is there mm -hmm. an example that you would be able to kind of help make it tangible for folks at home? It's yes, like, of course, of course, it. of course. So I'll give you um, a health goal example in, a, in the smart using the SMART methodology, uh, because I think often uh, around this time of the year, we're looking at how to improve our health. A lot of people focus on weight loss and things like that. So, you know, a poor goal would be that I want to lose weight. You know, that's just like, okay, you want to lose weight, but what does that look like, you know? So here's an example of a really strong goal that would probably set you up for success. So... So implement, uh, implement a minimum of 30 minutes of movement each day, resulting in a reduction of 10% of fat loss and go down two dress sizes. So, you know, it, it's, it's, if using that smart methodology, you know, specific, measurable, actionable, realistic, and time-bound. So this particular goal covers all of those um, you know, ideas that it is smart because, you know, it is very specific. We talk and it's measurable. So we know, you know, how much of that weight, you know, how much fat loss we want to have, how many dress sizes do we want to go down? Is it actionable? Yes, because, you know, we want to implement 30 minutes of movement of some sort. It's not saying what kind of movement, but it's saying, you know, it could be walking, it could be running, it could be dancing, any kind of movement. Um, 
Is it actionable? Yes. And is it realistic? Yes. Because 30 minutes is something we can all implement into our life. We're not saying we're going to work out pump iron three hours a day. You know, it's three, 30 minutes is very realistic and time bound uh, as well. So hopefully that gives people some uh, ideas around how to set a SMART goal. Anu, I don't know about you. I'm setting a goal. I'm going to pump iron for three hours a day. No problem. I'm not going to achieve it because it's not realistic. As you pointed out, it's a very key part for a smart and, and achievable goal. But hey, I still yeah. will lie to myself and say that is manageable. Um, but for yourself, what goals are you setting for 2024? Oh, well, I will, I will tell you a couple of goals that I have. I don't have it written down in the smartphone formula yet. Um, but absolutely want to continue um, my health journey uh, in terms of just implementing time for self-care. Um, often we're just on this, you know, hamster wheel going, going, going. And so one of my goals for 2024 is to definitely take more time out for self-care. And um, of course, just continuing on, on my business journey and doing more exciting projects and those are just a few examples. Well, it, I'm I'm very excited to to kind of follow the journey in 2024 with you and you. I think for myself, I'm I'm gonna mm -hmm. look at you know the maintaining those those health uh, and, and wellness uh, goals. Obviously, I I want to you know live that healthier lifestyle, and it's just obviously in the past it would have been like oh I I want to kind of get fit, lose some weight, things like that, maybe put on some muscle, but it's like, oh, in, in incorporating a kind of this, a, a smarter goal and, and having it more measured, be something like, okay, well, I'm gonna try to row two to three times uh, a week and do, you know, a an, uh, alternating regimen, the other, uh, another two times a week. So you have that kind of balance. And I guess that kind of flow, uh, falls under the idea of it's being smarter. It's being more tangible, there's, there's more steps to the action instead of just, I want to lose weight. Correct, correct. The more specific you are, the more likely you will achieve that goal. Okay, perfect. Thank. That's some <laughs> great advice, Anu. Thank you so much. Have yourself a wonderful day and we'll chat again in 2024. Can't wait. Thank you, Alex. <laughs> that was Anu Paula, the founder of Anu Vision Coaching and Consulting. Coming up after the break, we find out what's happening on Kelly and Ramya this afternoon. And Elizabeth Moeller wants to continue the conversations around weather and talk about our experiences during ice storms. That's coming up after the break. You're watching now with Dave Brown on AMI-tv. Dave Brown here. If you enjoy this podcast portion of our show, remember you can watch it live every day at 9 a.m. Eastern time on AMI-tv. Hi, I'm Jenny Bovard. Join me monthly for Low Vision Moments, where I speak with awesome guests about some of the amusing things that happen when you're blind or partially sighted. Watch on YouTube or download Low Vision Moments from your favorite podcast distributor.